0: What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Mark.
1: I'm Coach Lynette.
0: I've been in the fitness space for about 10 years, helping to coach people like Lynette get in better shape.
1: I lost 70 pounds four years ago with Coach Mark, and now together we help people in their 30s and 40s get in shape and offset the diseases of the modern lifestyle.
0: Thanks for tuning in. All right, so today we're talking about elemental movements and why they are the future of fitness. So first things first, what are elemental movements? So elemental movements are also known as, sometimes they're referred to as primitive movements or primal movements, but basically, they are the movements that our bodies are designed to do that our ancestors did. So think of things like crawling, uh, climbing, hanging, uh, all these movements that the modern lifestyle has largely gotten rid of, you know, in favor of convenience. Those are elemental movements. Now, you might be thinking, well yeah, we you know, got to a point in society where we can be comfy and we don't need to do those things. Yeah, that's great, but we still basically have the same body we did as far as 200,000 years ago. So, our bodies are designed a certain way, and just because you can sit in front of a computer all day and stare at a screen, doesn't mean your body wants to do that. So, elemental movements, let, I'll let, let you kinda take over from here. Um, but what are some of the the key points you wanna let everyone know when it comes to elemental movements?
1: Okay, so um, we cannot effectively, like when we go to the gym, we're thinking, oh, I'm gonna do, I wanna strengthen my biceps, I wanna, we think about these different muscles that we want to strengthen, but our bodies are not just these tiny, it's not a sum of all these different parts. It's actually a giant chain of things that are all affected, every part of your body is affected by all the other parts of your body. So you can't effectively train your body through isolation of body parts and muscles. So you have to do a practice of whole body movements um, that are varied and complex. So a squat is a good example of that. It's a much better thing because when you sit in a chair all day, you are not using a full range of motion right and yeah. so you're going to your hips are going to freeze up even though you don't know it and your your back and um your shoulders and everything is just not getting the movement and the range of motion that it's meant to have so that's why it's good when you do prioritize your fitness that you do movements in the gym that require a full range of motion and definitely a heavier load
0: that's so true yeah, yeah. that's like it's like the equivalent to You know, you got a nice sports car and just storing it in a garage and not touching it for, you know, five years and then taking it to the racetrack and seeing what happens. It's not going to go well. It's not going to go well because you haven't been utilizing it and maintaining it the way it needs to be uh, maintained and utilized. And the same thing goes with the human body. And I like what you said about the your body is your body. We like to segment our muscle yeah. groups like oh i'm training my biceps i'm training my, my <laughs> chest my shoulders whatever but really your body is meant to work as a chain mm-hmm. that's why bodybuilding unless you're a bodybuilder bodybuilding training is stupid it doesn't make any <laughs> sense like you should be doing something that's going to prevent injury and make you better at life and that's where elemental movements come into play because you are
1: literally exercising in in, in the way that your body was designed to move Yeah, it's not just about increasing muscle strength, which is a huge part of training, but you're also doing neurological training. Workouts in the gym Mm, are very neurological, so you're trying to train yourself to do a certain movement in a certain way that is optimal for your body. So, like, for example, if you're learning to squat, you want to be able to increase that hip range of motion, pushing the knees out, keeping the chest up, so that's going to require core strength and upper back strength to keep everything in place and ankle mobility, like there's a lot going on and you need to be able to neurologically train your brain and your muscles to work together. Mm -hmm. So learn that coordination. So it's not just muscles, it's neurological coordination that you are training.
0: Yeah, and as a trainer, and Lana, I know you can attest to this, it's unbelievable how many people have a hard time getting up off the floor right you come Mm -hmm. in and you can't even get down on the floor and back up in a coordinated manner and that's one of the most basic Mm -hmm. human movements that modern society has you know created a situation where we don't have to right our beds are elevated our chairs are elevated we don't have to be on the floor and you know unless you have like a little kid or whatever you you really don't have to spend any time on the floor but that's something that's so basic that we all should be able to do regardless of you know how old you are or, or your situation you should be able to do something that simple so you know getting up and down off the floor is is really important and that's where uh, things like crawling mm-hmm. the ele- elemental umbrella movement of crawling is really important I don't mean crawling around like a lizard but doing things on <laughs> all fours on the ground it seems mm-hmm. silly it might look kind of silly but it's super important it's going to improve that coordination that Lynette was talking about it's going to improve mm-hmm. your core strength uh, it's going to improve your your shoulders. Your, it's your because again your body is designed that way. And then another one. I know you're a big fan of this. Is hanging.
1: Yes, I love hanging. Chiropractors love hanging mm-hmm. because uh, one of the biggest injuries people get an office injury is an impingement in the front of your shoulder, and that is when the space in your, the front of your shoulders, this tiny little space where your ligaments are supposed to fit through this little opening. And when it gets all pinched up from all the forward movement, the keyboarding that we do all day all long. over, yeah. Yeah, you get this pain in the front of your shoulder and it's an impingement. So hanging will actually open up that little opening and it will strengthen your upper back and prevent the shoulder injuries that everybody gets. Yeah. From office work.
0: Help with the shoulders and then yeah. also uh, grip strength grip strength is something that's super 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 underrated and is super important because in life when you're doing when you're gardening when you're carrying in the groceries when you're just carrying an awkwardly shaped box that requires you to have hand strength Mm -hmm. uh, it's not something that we train a lot you know what i mean it's something that really needs to be put into your workouts and there's no better there's no better way, in my mind, to, to work on your, your grip strength than by hanging from a bar. Yeah. And uh, it's again, it's kind of like crawling around. It's one of those things that's going to be really difficult at first because yeah. a lot. there's plenty of people in the world who have never hung from anything. <laughs> you know, because in yeah. modern society we don't have to.
1: Yeah. And so
0: it might be really difficult when you get in there, but there are ways to modify it and there's ways to work your way up. Mm-hmm. We're not saying, you know, get in the gym and just hang from the bar for five <laughs> minutes, you know start with a resistance band under your feet start with some sort of start with a box underneath your feet right you like this foot assisted yeah yeah. foot assisted where you're you're box you're standing on top of a box underneath a pull-up bar right and the box is high enough to where when you when you fully extend your legs your feet can touch okay but then you're holding on to the bar and you slowly pick your feet up and just try to hang for just like a second right half a second a second you know work on that for five minutes or so every time you hit the gym and just kind of work your way up and you'll be surprised at how fast you progress
1: absolutely yeah you
0: know so um but yeah like Lynette already said the probably the the biggest culprit yeah is just sitting sedentary what, what do you always say uh sitting is, is the, the, new the new smoking, smoking. yeah sitting <laughs> is the new smoking man it's terrible for you I mean think about it you you uh, get in the car on your way to work, or maybe not anymore since the pandemic, but <laughs> for most of our lives, you've gotten in the car, you, you're sitting while you're commuting, you get to your office, you're sitting at the computer, you get in the car, you're sitting on the way back home, you get home, you're sitting at the dinner table, you're done dinner, you go sit on the couch and watch Netflix. I mean, you're spending most of your day sitting and that tightens up your hips. Mm-hmm. It, you, it. It's funny actually, one of the things that we really like to coach here at the gym is glute engagement because Mm -hmm. there's a disease known as gluteal amnesia right where literally we sit so much that we forget how to engage our glutes right our butt muscles and so they go to sleep
1: yeah they go to sleep (laughs) because the the body's
0: easier to lose it right if i'm not using it why you know there's no point in, in in keeping them fired up and um it's actually one of the hardest things to coach and one of the hardest things to teach because you can move your hips forward without yeah. engaging your glutes. And actually we'll do an episode on this next yeah. time, but um, if I were to give, if we were to give one piece of you know tactical advice, something that is really helpful in terms of elemental movements, it's what's known as the campfire squat. Yep. Yeah. So do you wanna explain the campfire squat and then? and
1: Campfire squat. Would... So you squat as deep as you can, letting your uh, hips drop as low as they'll go. And you uh put your elbows inside your knees and push out as hard as you can. and everyone is at a different point in this, but you just do you just go as far as you can and just sit in that position for at least thirty seconds. And it can be extremely difficult um, because you're using your upper back to stay up because you're not just slouching, right. You're using a straight back and you're so you're stretching and strengthening at the same time but it's one of the best things in the world my physical therapist had me do these mm-hmm. so these are really important for yeah. your health
0: yeah and they're yeah, it, yeah it's re, it's really tough at first but campfire squats are cool cuz you'll really be able to see yourself progress with them you know week over week like you'll be oh it doesn't feel as uncomfortable or you know oh I'm able to keep my heels on and that's a big thing too when you're doing campfire squats keep your feet flat on the ground you have to keep your feet flat on the ground
1: absolutely Um,
0: but that is yeah a great thing to do a couple times a day 30 seconds if you're not familiar based on what we're explaining just google it yeah google a picture of it and try to work that into your daily life to keep opening up your hips um Yeah. yeah
1: oh I wanted to make one more comment about sitting I was researching sitting and Um, So our bodies are not meant to, um, our lower back is not meant to hold our body's weight, right? We're supposed to be standing or squatting. Um, But when we sit, we're actually adding weight to the lower back that was never meant to be there. So if you, for example, if standing up in a normal, good posture were considered like 100% uh, of your weight, right? We'll just call that 100%. Once you sit down, you've now put 140% of your weight on your lower back. Mm. Now, that's with good posture. If you sit with bad posture, now you've put 180% of your weight on your lower back. And that is not supposed to be happening. The muscles around your lower back are just to stabilize your spine. They're not there to bear weight. So, um, yeah, so. 30% Thirty percent of the adult population misses work because of low back pain, yeah. And I think it's because we're sitting so much and our glutes are sleepy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> what we're, we're definitely going to talk about the glutes in the next episode. But yeah, yeah guys. So elemental movements—you should be uh, crawling, hanging, climbing, uh, doing yes. all kinds of funky stuff, doing what kids do basically. You know, kids when they're playing outside, they're just doing all kinds of crazy like, stuff. That's basically yeah. you know the type of stuff we should be doing in the gym to help offset. Disease help help offset yeah. a lot of the issues that are a result of the modern lifestyle. Um, you'll feel better, you'll look better, and you'll just have a better quality of life. So anything you want to add before we wrap this one up, Lynette?
1: Well, that's it. Just um, get make like a kid. Start crawling around and squatting. Look at what a toddler does. Look at how they squat. Toddlers move perfectly.
0: They do. Yeah, watch
1: <laughs> yeah. how they squat. Watch how they roll. Watch, yeah. Just watch what they do.
0: Basically be a toddler.
1: Yeah, there we go. All
0: right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. All right, cool. Thanks for checking out the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast, guys. If you like what you heard, uh, feel free to subscribe. And please leave us a review.
1: All right, see you later.